Let me ask you, have you been totally frustrated with trying to be an original in a copycat culture? As a creator trying to be innovative, have you ever just looked around and said, everybody else seems to be getting ahead doing the same old thing? Well, a very prominent creative in our world recently voiced the exact same feeling that you and I have been feeling. Do something else! That's it! That's all we want! Do something else! Maybe you haven't said it like that, but if you felt like that, keep listening. We're going to talk about imitation, originality, and being your authentic self as an artist. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds. Looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Hello and welcome to our show. Thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your creative day. If you're new to our show, thank you so much for giving us a chance. My name is Alan C. Paul, and this podcast is here to help you build a better creative life from the inside out. And as you heard from our intro, we're talking all about imitation, originality, and how you figure out the right balance between those two as an artist. The little rant you heard was a piece of a video by rap artist, producer, T-Pain, and he was kind of a little upset, as you could tell, at the idea of people making the same music, doing the same thing over and over again. Of course, I only played that tiny little clip because I didn't want to get in any R-rated or X-rated language from T-Pain. He was not the happiest camper, but I think you understand the idea behind why I played that. He was just venting his frustrations over the sound of music always being the same in his genre. And I'm pretty sure whatever you create, whatever genre you're in, whatever art you are uh, creating, you've probably seen the same thing. A lot of sameness, a lot of imitation, a lot of, I guess, if you say commercialism, because in order to make it in certain areas, it seems like you have to follow the trends. You have to do what other people are doing. And as artists, it goes against everything we stand for. We're supposed to be original innovators. We're supposed to be authentic to ourselves, never following the crowd. And yet, in order to be commercial, in order to be marketable, in order to either sell an album or to sell a painting, it somehow comes down to the fact that you have to be relatable and marketable and connected to something else in order for you to be successful. And we see this over and over again in music and pop in art, in anything you want to talk about where there's some type of mass consumption of the product or the art, I should say, but it is a product, you end up seeing a lot of imitation. Now, I want to kind of break this down, not in terms of the cultural and the music and the art where you really can't do much about the audience. I want to talk about directly to you and how you deal with that tension between imitation and originality. Because as I'm sure you understand, imitation is part of becoming a creative. Just to learn how to do your art, how to do your craft, you have to imitate. There's a teacher that you have to follow and pretty much do exactly what they did. There was some type of instructor or mentor or probably an inspirational artist that you followed that you were just 
enthralled by and you copied every single thing they did just to get the skill of doing what you do. And that imitation was absolutely necessary. However, I know there's a big line between imitating to learn and imitating as a creator. Of course, that moves into plagiarism where there's so many people who are being sued now because they say that you or I or somebody else copied their art. You may have never even seen it, but if they see images that seem to have have some kind of similarity or music that seems to have some kind of similarity, well, we've seen all the lawsuits going all over the place about infringement and plagiarism charges. So I want to make sure I get right to the nitty gritty of this. I'm asking you, how do you stay original? How do you avoid the temptation to simply follow the crowd? Well, I think I can do this by using some points that were shared by Kevin Bond, an incredible gospel producer, if you're not familiar with him. And he shared some of these points back in 2016 at the conference where we debuted the God and Gigs book, which I always love going back to referencing. It's about five years since we released the book, as I'm recording now. And Kevin Bond did this presentation. I wrote this down and I saved it. I found it in my computer. Thank God I scanned it. And I wanted to bring this back out because I knew it would be something that would help me one day. And sure enough, this is the perfect example of when these notes and these ideas come back to help us. This is something he shared called the seven stages of development. And they all start with the I, but two of them are going to be very familiar to you. And then a couple will not be familiar to you. He starts by talking about inspiration. Inspiration, of course, would be whenever you are first starting your instrument, when you're inspired, you want to start something, you're just emboldened and you want to try it and you want to jump into it. Next step he has in the second seven stages of development is imitation. Now, imitation, of course, is what we're talking about. That imitation of learning, of following exactly what your favorite artist or your favorite uh, creative and just really just diving into them and basically taking everything that they do and using it for your own to try to figure out how they did what you would love to do. But of course, as I said before, we don't want to stay there. We don't want to stay in that level of monkey see, monkey do, copycat, because that doesn't even push you to your own originality until you start to add on some of these other layers. The next layer that Kevin Bond talks about, which is the one I really enjoyed learning about, but isn't that familiar to most of us, is called intimation. Intimation in the dictionary is the suggestion or the hint or the inference of something else. And I love the idea of imitation giving way to intimation because as I think I remember from the presentation when Kevin Bond shared it, he talked about how you have to start introducing little pieces of yourself into the imitation. And this is where I think it comes down to breaking rules on purpose. And as a original, authentic artist, in order for you to become yourself and to become someone that's authentic, eventually you have to go away from the crowd, away from the conventional, away from the thing that everybody else is doing. And here's where I think so many of us artists get stuck. We feel that kind of fear factor when it comes to putting too much of ourselves into a particular gift or a particular art form, a particular project for fear that we go too far off the mark and nobody will recognize it. Or maybe we do the exact opposite. Maybe we go so original that we don't have any kind of reference to what's going on and we feel like we're going to lose the crowd. We're going to lose people. 
Now, maybe some of you are listening and you're like, I don't have that problem at all. I have no problem being an original. Well, this is not something that you have to worry about. Maybe you should send this podcast to someone who you know is really trying to wrestle with that. How do I blend my own style with the different things that I have been inspired by that I am referencing? And how do I find the right balance? So think about this, that intimation is that suggestion of your own style is a first step away from imitation. Then he has two more levels that I believe would really help us. Illumination is discovery. That's where you start to understand that there's a whole new world. Now, maybe this connects the imitation once again into a new level. Maybe there's three or four artists that you've never explored before and you start to bring those into your style and you start to try to imitate, but you don't imitate everything and you start to blend it into the way you see the world. And then there's interpretation, the fifth step that Kevin Bond shared, which was development and continuing to interpret through your lens what you have at first imitated. So as you can see, I love the way that he built this up where it starts to build away from imitation and your perspective, your life, your ideas begin to flow into what was once an imitation. Now, let me quickly bring this back to what you are doing as a creative. Now, if you are right in the thick of this and you're trying to be original and you're trying to make sure all your ideas are your own, don't put yourself under so much pressure that you think every single thing that comes out of your hands or out of your mouth or out of your instrument or out of your pen has to be entirely original. Ecclesiastes says it best. There's nothing new under the sun. We're always going to be, in a sense, recreating something that we've learned or done or seen. But the key is how much of yourself are you allowing to be poured into that pot that you've already formed from the imitation you've done to learn and those inferences and references that are starting to make up your own style. You see, if you're constantly allowing new things to come in, you'll never get stuck in the old things. And I think what happens to a lot of us artists and a lot of those who people who are becoming the copycat generation is that they're afraid of allowing themselves into that area. They simply feel comfortable just letting other people's influences be the main section or the main part of that pie. Instead of saying, wait, I have to be the biggest part. And then these other small pieces can continue to be a part, these parts that I borrow from other people that have blended into my style. But the most important section is me and me alone. And I think that's where we have to get to. Just so in case you're interested in those last couple stages of development, illustration is his sixth point and innovation is his seventh point. So innovation, obviously we get all the way to the new, but I wanted to stick with the three steps in the middle there. Well, actually two and then the one at the end. Imitation, intimation, and then all the way down to innovation. You see, if we're going to get to something entirely new, you can't get there without starting to pour into yourself something that is new from other people. This is why the circle that you're in is so important, not to borrow and not to steal and not to only imitate, but in order to see other people who are making those same kind of risks and taking those same kind of chances and growing as people on the inside, that's going to encourage you to go through the same process. And I believe it's Jeff Goins' book, Real Artists Don't Starve. He calls this a senior. Oh, and I'm sorry. I just misappropriated that. 
Uh, Jeff Goins does talk about this, but I believe it's in Austin Klein's book, um, Steal Like an Artist, which of course has a lot to do with imitation and making sure that you're able to reference other people while still being an original. And he talks about the seniors. The seniors is where there's a p- group of people, a scene where there's a bunch of ideas flowing back and forth. And maybe there's a lot of imitation and comparison going on, but everybody is growing together and they're pouring into each other and they're trying new things and they're taking risks. And that risk taking begins to create more original work than would have been created if each person was simply on their own trying to create this wholly original material. So as you can see, what the key of this is, is not simply only being an imitator, putting out the same stuff, just doing what's safe. And it's not being an entirely original person that's done something that no one else has ever done before. Because as you can see, that's really hard to do by yourself. But by being a connector between these worlds of borrowing, intimation, inspiration, and then eventually innovation, you start to really become your own artist, someone that's authentic, who's not scared to say, yes, I borrowed this lick, or yes, I learned this from this person, but you made it your own by continuing to connect the dots between your own perspective, your own life, your own inferences, and then being allowed in this seniors to try them out, to see if they really work, to see if it really fits you or if you have to change things up in order to make sure they are true to you. You see, I think it's more important than even imitation or originality. I think the most important word is authenticity. And that's such an easy catch word to use, but authenticity, I think, comes down to the very point. Truth, authentic. Is it you? I have so many things about me that are totally borrowed, totally understand. I totally have a perspective that I learned them from other people, but because it is authentic to me, I'm no longer beholden to the artist that I learned it from. I now give them credit. I give them the honor that's due because they were the originator. They were the innovator. But now I can also stand and say, I am in the shadow of those innovators and I'm becoming an innovator myself because nobody lived the same life I did. No one has the exact same perspective I did. And the way I express it will never be done exactly the same way again. And so once I step into that kind of authenticity, all the imitation I've done, all the learning I've done now has a whole new container. And so I believe as creators, we have to live in that space, that space where all what was old becomes new again. We recreate what has already been creative. We continue to innovate that which once was an imitation. And every single artist can tell you after they have drawn the same thing a thousand times and they've played the same scale a thousand times, somehow, no matter what, art still manages to become new again every single time they step up to create. It's because we don't allow that imitation to overtake us and we never let the pressure of innovation to make us forget. The only way we can ever become original is by following those who came before us. I hope that helped you with this whole idea of how to be original, how to avoid following the crowd, how to avoid being just another one of those artists who are just doing what everybody else is doing. Yes, there's going to be some natural imitation in everything we do as artists, but it doesn't have to define you. Never be defined by what's going on around you. Always look to express yourself 
in the unique application of all those God-given gifts and influences that are in your life. And I think you'll find yourself realizing you really have become an originator. I hope that helped you. This creative checkup episode is always something I try to drop where I just give you something that's going to help you in your creative life. If you'd like more information and inspiration like this, make sure that you are following the show, subscribing to the show. Definitely go check out GodandGeeks.com, our creative check, our creative community on Facebook. And of course, if you're interested in some more training, and dedicated learning with a small group of really highly motivated creatives, definitely check out God and Gigs 360. Godandgigs.com slash free trial is the way to jump into that membership. And we do much more of this deep diving into the creative life at God and Gigs 360. But no matter what you do, make sure to embrace your authentic creative self by allowing those influences to become innovative steps that you take in your creative life that you never, 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 never sound like or look like or even think that you would need to be the same as any other artist. You are uniquely created by God to create only the work that you can create. Thank you so much once again for listening. I hope to see you next time. And until then, continue to become the creative that you were created to be. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gigs Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.